Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is for you. I hope you're having a wonderful day. This is the Burner Account Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Jacquez. It has been a little while. Um, we've been busy with school, but tonight I'm joined with the Max Bernsino. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's been a while. Time to get back to it. It has been a while. Um, me and Max have been taking microeconomics together. Um, so we're doing our online classes, smart students, Ox cannot be with us tonight, but the show will carry on. So, um, since we've last talked, last time we talked was probably the start of the NBA playoffs. Um, and now we're at the NBA finals, so we've missed a lot, but we're going to touch on the NBA tonight right now. So I think... Basically, what we can talk about, the Lakers are going to win. So, I agree under one condition, and that is the fact that Eric Spolstra has been game planning for this series for the last five years. And if there was any coach in the NBA that I would pick to be able to stop LeBron James, it would be Eric Spolstra. I think if LeBron and Anthony Davis play at the level they can play, it won't be close. But if you see Spolstra able to limit LeBron, I think that he can keep this thing close. Because, I mean, they still have scores everywhere. And it goes back to the old kind of Warriors saying of three is more than two. The Heat three-point shooting is amazing with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. So if they can shoot the ball well and limit LeBron, I think it's close. But I agree with you. I think most likely the Lakers are winning. There's only two. There's two possible outcomes. And I don't think there's anything. I don't think, like, it's up for debate. It's either Lakers in five or Heat in seven. Those are the only two outcomes that I see happening. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing I think about too, though, is the Heat have LeBron Stopper and Andre Iguodala. Yeah. I know he's a lot older, but um, he definitely, when Andre Iguodala turns it on, he didn't really have it a lot of this playoffs, but the last game against the Celtics, he turned it on. You saw kind of flashes of what made Andre Iguodala. Andre yeah. Iguodala. And if he can find that for the finals, he can give LeBron problems easily. So the, the I'll say this. The Heat, the Miami Heat, are the deepest team in the league, period. Oh, the Heat are amazing. And I think they were a really big dark horse. I think a lot of it, like, I mean, you got to think about like guys like Goran Drogic, who not a lot of people are very high on. You got a guy like Tyler Hero. You got guys like Duncan Robinson. I mean, like. Even to the point of Jimmy Butler, like nobody knew what Heat team was going to show for the playoffs, but they're here and they are insane. They're twelve and three in the playoffs, which is ridiculous. Let's, to let's, like this team is so crazy. Let's just go back to that a little bit, um, Max. Would you would you call the Miami Heat? You call them a what? I I honestly don't remember. You called them. I, I may have. Said that. I think you said you called them a dark horse, right? Yeah. Who said that back in June or May? I feel like that was a consensus pick among the podcast. Okay. So yours truly called the Miami Heat a dark horse. See, and the only reason why I called them a dark horse is because everybody slept on them. Because they are truly an 11. They have 11 players that can play on the court. They have Kendrick Nunn, who was on the first team all rookie, who doesn't even play in the game. They have a shooter in Myers Leonard who doesn't even play in the game. They have people who can play on any other team, but they are so deep that they have them on the bench and they can't even play. 
which I don't see a problem with because like, I mean, they're winning, so they shouldn't stop, but they're, they're deep enough that they can do like whatever they want. They can try new things. So the only reason why the heat, the only way the heat win are if the games go to seven, if it goes to seven, the heat are going to win. That's the only thing I'll say. I don't think it will happen, but it's because the only way the heat beat the uh, Lakers is the heat bench has to outscore the Lakers every game. If they outscore the Lakers every game, the bench, bench wise, the Heat will win in seven. Well, I think the other thing you got to factor in too is just like, honestly, like when you look at it, just overall, the Heat, the Lakers better than almost any team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, Anthony Davis in the Western Conference, he was giving teams fits. He gave the Rockets fits. He held his own against Jokic. Bam Adebayo, when he plays at his top level, can stop. I mean, he can't stop. Slow him, slow him down. Anthony Davis. You got Jimmy Butler, who can match up well to LeBron. Jimmy Butler is a physical and annoying defender, and that will get on LeBron's nerves, especially if he plays some physical ball that LeBron feels like he needs some fouls with, and the rest don't give to him. You guys like Jay Crowder. You guys like Andre Iguodala. Goran Dragic can match up against somebody's point guard. I mean, this team is just loaded, full of players that match up well with the Lakers. And that's why I think the Heat have a chance. The only thing that can get the Heat in trouble is if Bam Adebayo gets in foul trouble. If he gets in foul trouble, I think the Lakers are physical enough to hammer it in deep in the paint and take care of the Heat. But if Bam Adebayo can stay healthy and stay physical, I think he can cause a big problem for the uh, Lakers big men. And another thing that I'll point out is... um... If we're so it's the basketball is a game of matchups, obviously. So you will have LeBron guarding Jimmy Butler, most likely. And you will have Bam Adebayo um and Anthony Davis paired together. But here's my thing. The Heat have shooting. So you can put Rondo as probably your best guard defender. And Danny Green hasn't like Danny Green hasn't played up to like what we've seen, what we're used to seeing from him, like from like the Raptors or the Spurs days. But I just don't think like off the bench, especially Tyler Hero, who's I don't see anybody off the Lakers bench who is going to be able to guard Tyler Hero. And he could easily go off for like 20, 25 points off the bench because nobody on that bench unit could guard him. Well, and that's what it's going to come down to because, I mean, like, again, it's going to come down to who the Heat have. You guys like Duncan Robinson, you guys like Tyler Hero, you guys like Andre Iguodala. And, I mean, you saw in Game 6 or Game 7, which one? I'm messing up. What was the last game? Game game 6. Yeah, Game 6 is what I thought. But, I mean, Duncan Robinson came out and Duncan Robinson shot the lights out. Andre Iguodala came out and Andre Iguodala shot the lights out. Tyler Hero put the Heat on his back and shot the lights out. And these are guys that if they're not hot, they're not helpful. But if they are hot, the Heat are almost an unbeatable team. So that's stuff to watch out for in this series. And if guys like Duncan Robinson and Andre Godala can get hot and shoot the ball well, that makes the Heat dangerous. Because, I mean, you're right. They do have a lot of shooting. And that's what I like about the Miami Heat because they're a grit and grind team. And then we cannot sleep on Goran Dragic, who is a very underrated player, um, kind of forgotten because he's had a lot of injuries. But he's still a quality point guard. Um, he's not superstar level. I'm not saying that, but like he's a good serviceable, serviceable point guard. Um, like he was, he was cooking the Celtics. Like he was making Marcus Smart and like Kemba Walker look silly. Like Goran Dragic is not 
a bum, even though he's a little bit older, like he can still hold his own. But um, yeah, like Duncan Robinson can shoot the lights out. He's like on and off. Um, sometimes he'll hit him. Sometimes he doesn't. Tyler Hero got to depend. Like he's he's the biggest piece I think that um, off the bench it will determine if they win or not. But I mean, I just don't see it. Like I just think that there's too much on the line for LeBron legacy wise and stuff like that. He can't lose, so I don't think he will lose. I see AD winning finals MVP, but I don't think LeBron can, like, physically lose this series. I mean, we'll see, because I feel like, again, um, you know how I stand on the whole debate, but I feel like there's a large media narrative that kind of plays into LeBron's whole game. I mean, there's been a lot of times throughout this playoff series where he – don't get me wrong. There have been times where he has looked like the classic LeBron. You can't stop him. Get out of the way. He's either knocking on a three or he's driving it in your face and scoring and getting an and one. But there have been games this series, like, I mean, not this series, this playoffs, where LeBron has looked old. He's looked tired. He's looked slow. And he's looked like he can't shoot. And in those games, he's had to have AD bail, AD bail him out. And sometimes AD can't. Anthony Davis is an amazing player, but sometimes, like, Anthony Davis cannot, and that's when LeBron, you see on the national stage, that he is older. Don't get me wrong. He's had great games, but the age is catching up to him, and I think you're going to find at least one game this series where LeBron shows his age and he has a rough night, and the Heat have to Okay, technically you're right, but LeBron did go for 38 in game five, so I will say that. He did. No, 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 like, that, that's my thing. There's been flashes of the vintage LeBron that has turned down. He will drive it. He will shoot it. He will play defense. He will do everything. I'm just saying once or twice a series now, we've seen the old LeBron that he's getting 12 points and he's fouling and it's just not looking good. And so the Heat, when that game occurs, they need to capitalize on that moment. They can't let AD save LeBron. If AD saves LeBron in the series, the series is over. There's not a doubt. But if they can capitalize on those games from LeBron, then they have a legit shot. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, but <clears throat> um, like, I, LeBron, I just think that I wouldn't say like he's been like load management, load management, but I think like LeBron hasn't like given it his all right like for the past couple games like you could definitely see a few games where like he wasn't really putting in his best foot forward but I think that he's been saving it for the finals because I think he knew he was going to make it to the finals because once he saw the Clippers were eliminated I think he was going on cruise control because he thinks that like nobody's going to be able to stop him so I think we're going to see the real LeBron um, not that we haven't seen it, but I just think like every game he's going to drop at least like 30 or he's going to have a triple double every game. Um, big key for the Lakers, I think, is the play of Rajon Rondo and Kyle Kuzma. If you saw game five, Rajon Rondo looked really good making plays for others and even on the defensive side. And Kyle Kuzma is supposed to be like the third, like, of like the big three. He's supposed to be like the third option or whatever on offense. Um, I saw Kyle Kuzma list, miss a lot of shots, wide open shots. If you are on LeBron James' team and you're a shooter, 
it'll be so easy for you to get shots. All you have to do is hit them. Kyle Kuzma did not hit many shots in the series against the Nuggets. So that's one thing that, like, the Lakers will – it will help the Lakers if Kyle Kuzma – they don't need him to play well, but it will help them a lot if he does because he's supposed to be the third option. But – like I said already, I think it's going to be Lakers in five or Heat in seven. It's one or the other. I mean, I think the Lakers probably have this one wrapped up pretty tight. I think you said that the um, Heat are deep, but, I mean, the second deepest team in the playoffs is the Miami Heat. I mean, I mean, is the Los Angeles Lakers. When you have Rajon Rondo, you've guys like Dion Waiters, you've guys like J.R. Smith, you've guys like Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Contavious Caldwell Pope. I mean, these are guys that would start on any other team in the NBA. And because they're on the Lakers, they're on yeah. the bench. And like the Lakers are a ridiculously deep team. This team was built to win LeBron a ring. This team was built for his legacy. And a bunch of old veterans are going to get a ring. I mean, I know guys like JaVel McGee already have. But I mean, this team was built to build LeBron, to get LeBron. Dwight Howard is going to get a ring. Is- yeah, you're going to see a bunch of NBA vets get rings. They have, I mean, Jared Dudley, like an NBA journeyman, is going to get a ring, like stuff like that. And, I mean, these are guys that start on teams not named the Lakers, but because it is the Lakers, they don't. Yeah, and I'm glad to see that, but I just hope – I want the Lakers to win, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it would be cool to see the Heat win too, but – I mean, I'd rather see the Lakers win, and I think the Lakers are going to win either way. But, I mean, I wouldn't be disappointed that the Heat win. But I will say that I would not be shocked if the Heat win. Because I think the Heat, if any team in the bubble right now would beat the Lakers, I think it would be the Heat, like you said, because of Eric Spolstra. But... Oh, there's not a doubt in my mind that the Heat have the superior coach in this series. Eric Spolstra. Oh, Frank for Vogel. sure. Yeah. And if any team, if any coach could like beat LeBron, it would be him because he's had the most experience with LeBron. Um, But I don't know. I just think the Lakers got too much firepower with AD. Um, It really depends on how Bam goes up against AD as well. Um. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I'm not counting the heat out, but I think it's Lakers, Lakers and five. I agree with you. I don't – I just think LeBron's too good and the Lakers are too deep to be able to be stopped. But it, I think it will be fun to watch because that's one thing I will say about the bubble. As compared to a lot of playoffs, I feel like a lot of games this year have been very competitive down to the final buzzer, especially in the Eastern yeah. Conference. I mean, you've even had games like, I mean, the Nuggets were so much fun to watch. The Nuggets were a team that I called out to go deep in the playoffs, and they made that run. But I think you see teams like, this has been a lot of fun watching this game so far. I think the bubble worked out for the NBA overall. I think they handled this better than most leagues have so far, and I'm very glad that it worked out like that for them. Yeah, well, I'm glad. One thing I am happy about, um, everybody was afraid of, like, what the bubble would bring, like, what would the product of the games, like the quality of the games would be. And I think I speak for all basketball fans. I think we're very happy with like the product the NBA has put on because everything has gone pretty good. Um, None of the games really, none of the series have been boring past the first round. I think all the series have been like 
at least somewhat entertaining. Um, so, and the quality, like the game, the players don't look like they've been, they were like taking like an extra summer break or something. Like they all looked good for most of them. So I think the quality of the bubble was pretty good. Um, so props to the NBA for doing that and setting that up. But yeah, I think this was a good, I don't think there should be an asterisk next to this championship. I don't think there should be. It shouldn't count more. It shouldn't shouldn't count more or less. I think it should be count equal. It'll be interesting to see how it goes down in history. So, but it'll be fun to watch and I'm really excited for it to get out. 